we are back, and we just finished watching 2015's Men and Chicken, directed by Anders Thomas Jensen, who also did Riders of Justice, which was another movie we saw this year, right? Yeah. That was just... Another Mads Mikkelsen movie. Another Mads Mikkelsen movie, which was also just fantastic. This... Wow. I don't even know... (laughs) Describe yeah. it. There's IMDb a funny has it tagged as a drama comedy mystery. Yeah, I would. I would say I mean, all all of those things. The funny thing is, like, I remember Hulu's description had it as slapstick. Which and like you look at the trailer and you're thinking, yeah, this sort of looks like a Dumb and Dumberish type, type movie, type and movie, you're yeah. thinking that's oh, so strange that Mads Mikkelsen is in it. <laughs> he always plays like this like dour, brooding, you know, guy. You know what's funny? He does a lot of comedy in Denmark. He, a lot of his movies are very he comedic. He should. He was good in this. I mean, he has, and it's so funny because in American movies, he's more of that weird, rough persona. Yeah. But in Danish films, he is like an utter goofball, and I am mm-hmm. here for all of it. I think. Okay, so I would say that this is an enigma wrapped in a je ne sais quoi, and I loved every second of it. This uh, Anders Thomas Jensen is like my new favorite guy. He definitely likes making films that defy your expectations. Yeah, like yeah. like with Riders for Justice, you you thought it was going to be like some action movie, and, right? And then it's like this like thing Just, about life, and and there's yeah. humor in it, and and all this. And this was you expected to be some sort of goofy slapstick comedy, right? Right. And it's like some weird. It's it's almost got like horror elements, and kind and, of yeah. And there's the mystery, and just absolute weirdness absolute absolute i did not yeah from where it starts to where where it it ends yeah yeah i had no clue i just thought it was about two idiot brothers who reconnect with their long-lost family yeah and oh my god it was just they reach there you get to a point where you you're just like Something really weird is Is going on going on here yeah and the more you delve into it the more bananas it gets right yeah well the the other funny thing i noticed about this 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 filmmaker he has this really interesting storytelling technique where he starts and ends kind of bookendish because the first scene like it's voiceover is, as is the ending but it's also these two little boys carrying and this basket of eggs this basket of eggs into I guess kitchen. a kitchen or wherever or the hell like they go end room, up yeah. right. And it's interesting because when you get into that final scene and you see everything, it's like, ah, oh, interesting. Because I yeah. thought those two little boys were going to be Gabriel and Elias. But it who, 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 uh, who played Gabriel? Because th- technically he is the protagonist. He is movie. the protagonist. Not, His name Mads is... Max Mickelson is sort of like a side protagonist. I, I hope I'm not butchering his last name. His name is David Densick. Okay. He was fantastic. He was great. He was great. He was he was like the he was the straight man. He was, yeah, he was the straight man of the. I mean, he had his weird quirks too. Too right. But he was the guy who. But he was the most normal. Right, right. Like like when like <laughs> <laughs> the people in the, the the mayor of the village was like so. He was like, you gotta you gotta keep him straight. You gotta you know. Yeah. They need Gabriel. Yeah. To 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 to, to be fine because if not, they're gonna take him away to the hospital, and then we won't be an island anymore. Oh my God, the mayor's <laughs> rationale he just didn't was give a hilarious. Damn about anything so long as they, <laughs> they had more than forty people, people on this right? Island. Otherwise, they would lose their status. Yeah. 
That was hilarious. <laughs> well, you're the worst mayor ever. I also noticed that this director, it's he he definitely uses the same character, like car- actors, same actors, yeah, right. The the brother who played Joseph, Joseph was in was Bride also in Riders of Justice, and I saw a trailer. I mean, I don't know where this was is. Was Gregor playing. in Riders of Justice? He's sort. Of, he looked he familiar was. to me. Yeah, I think he was too. The movie that he did before this, we have to find because that is all. That also looks just batshit crazy. <laughs> what, what, what the this director or, or the movie that this director made prior oh, okay. to this is also just off the it wall. Just sounds nuts. Oh my god! So it's called Adam's Apple, Adam's Apples, and this is from two thousand five. A neo-Nazi sentenced to community service at a church clashes with the blindly devoted minister. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guess who the minister is. Is it Vance Mikkelsen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Yosef is one of the people that I guess lives in this place. I just saw the trailer for it. It looks nuts. But anyway, getting back to <laughs> Men and Chicken. I mean, I feel like I don't want to spoil this movie. No, no, we should. I mean, it came I, out I a mean, while ago, just, but this is but something this that not is many people that, have seen. Not yeah, I don't chance. think a lot of it's people in, have seen. It's in Danish. You're going to read subtitles throughout the film. Uh, don't don't let that dissuade you. It, it's seriously, this is like a, a. It's got a good mystery to it. It's got funny bits in it. There is, I guess you could say, a, some slapstick moments, like right. when the brothers first meet and they're just hitting each other. And there's some horrific, <laughs> there's uh, some horrific parts to the story. Yes, the don't be squeamish. I mean, there's no graphic stuff with no. animals being hurt or anything like that, but there's implications of that of yes. what's going on, mm. and you're just like, oh my god, god. what is wrong with these freaking people? <laughs> I mean, and, and just the subject matter, like especially of like what's going on yeah. secretly, right, uh, right, is, is also kind of icky. is very dark, very yeah. dark stuff. Like, yeah. the, like I'm not kidding when I'm saying that there's there's definite notes of like horror in this, yeah, because there probably have been. I'm there's definitely been oh, like sure. straight horror movies with this, this kind of subject subject matter. matter. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. What did you think? Of the overall picture. I mean, I really liked it. Like I said, this guy is good at taking you for a ride to an unexpected place. Yeah, yeah. I really thought this was, when we saw it, I would, like, the reason why it, we're, like, scrolling through Hulu, and this thing just pops up, and I'm, like, looking at this thumbnail, and I'm like, is that Mads Mikkelsen? <laughs> Because he looks so freaking goofy in this yes, thing. He's he got does. like sort of a, a hair lip scar and a mustache Stash and this like it. terrible and this crazy hair. hair. Yeah. And you read the description and it's like these two guys meet their weird family trying to find their long lost father or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And and you watch and the, the trailer. Is the trailer's kinda goofy. Yeah. I thought of you know what I thought of that movie that you like, uh, Monster with Benini. Like, I thought it was going to be sort of like that. Like, yeah. Like a comedy of errors. Like a and, comedy of errors sort yeah. of thing. But then you, we were like, all right, let's give this thing a shot. Because we loved Writers for Justice. Oh, my God. And it was same director, same actor. Um, actors. Actors. And you start watching it, and it's sort of, it's 
it begins and you're like, okay, this yeah. is what I was kind of expecting. The awkward brother, I mean, the terrible date with the psychiatrist in the wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> Gabriel with his weird gagging. And and then it just it just starts veering off into more bizarre territory. Oh and so by the crazy. end, you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck did I just on? watch? <laughs> and I love that. It, it, when it's done well. When yes. it's done well. Yes. And this is, and this this guy, is done well. Yeah, he, this he guy is really, amazing. He's a really good storyteller. He really melds just disparate genres together in a way that when the end you've had a satisfying story experience. Yeah. This was good. This was really good. Yeah. And I also like that... I mean, this, this thing is just so many different things. I agree with you. But I think this the director also has... A very keen eye and a very keen ear as far as like familial relationships and the study of families and what make up families and how these families interact. And it's it's kind of interesting because at the end you start with these people that are kind of all over the place and by the end they're like this cohesive unit. And even in Writers and Justice you see that too at the end they, they sort of make this ragtag little family out of all these broken people and you could sort of say the same thing here i mean here the common thread is that they all share the same father but they too are so weird and different all the brothers but at the end they find that commonality and they find that love and they really do become a family yeah and with the rest of the town too yeah yeah you yeah know, like the rest of the town i understands what's going on and, and and they seem fine with it well I think, you know you I gotta guess. have 40 people <laughs> that mayor was so nuts that maybe, was maybe so if that, nuts. that wasn't a requirement they would have been like i just get rid of these guys yeah did you have a favorite scene or a favorite character i'd probably say gabriel because he's, gabriel's the heart of this he's, yeah. he's the heart of this movie he's the most relatable as far as the characters go because Honestly, these these guys, they're not. They're so freaking weird. Even 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 Mad's character, Elias. Elias, you're just like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Like, it's time pull over. Yeah, it's time pull over. <laughs> that was nuts. He. <laughs> oh my god! It's time pull over. That was nuts. Yeah. And and Gabriel was just like nothing. Right, Gabriel, I mean, I guess he must you be could, used you to could it. You could see why he didn't like hanging out with his brother. Yeah, yeah. And you could see why he didn't like being touched by his brother. Yeah, yeah. Like in the beginning, when yeah. like Elias wants to hug him and yeah. stuff, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> and then Elias hugs him a little too long. Yeah. yeah. Um. And even the other brothers, I don't think we're giving anything away if we mention the other brothers, Franz and Josef and Franz, Gregor. Franz, Josef and Gregor. Yeah, they're they're all. Bizarre. I mean, Gregor seems to be sort of nice. And Yosef seems sort of normal, although with like a tinge of like weird social. Yeah, he gets, a, he gets, you could see he gets at sometimes, I guess, hyperactivity. And then uh, he gets like focused on details of tangents and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and then he just. But he seemed he very smart because he, he definitely liked reading and he definitely yeah, yeah. could like, he's probably like, 
your best bet is a phone a friend on how to be a millionaire or something, yeah, right? You exactly. know, he's probably like a although, font of useless information. <laughs> although he'll give you some sort of like weird philosophical analysis <laughs> of it afterwards. Oh my god, his interpretation of the Bible was hilarious. <laughs> and then Franz was like the mo. Well, it was hilarious, but it was spot on. I it mean, was. Let's be honest. That yeah. story in the Bible is berserk. Yeah. Though. Well, well, most of the stuff in the Bible is berserk. <laughs> and I Franz mean, is just. He's just he's a like mean Mo. Bass. He's like Mo. Yes. <laughs> he is Mo. Yes. <laughs> Who lo- and he just loves hitting people with taxidermied animals. Yes. <laughs> that was like bizarre. It was like he I always- mean that sentence. Come on. Did you ever think you'd say that sentence? What sentence? He loves to hit people with taxidermied oh, animals. <laughs> Seriously, his go-to weapon. Like there was tons <laughs> of stuff laying around. No, I have to grab like a stuffed, stuffed fox, a stuffed fox, or a bird. <laughs> oh my god, that's so crazy! <laughs> <laughs> so if if Franz is Mo, who's Curly? None of them. I don't think any of them were Curly. No, no, there was Larry. Maybe Gregor was Larry. There he was, bald with hair on the sides. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you have a favorite scene in this? I mean, there were a lot of little funny ones, but I would probably say maybe like when the mystery is revealed and they sort of all come together. Not that they come together, just that. I mean, yeah, I guess they do come together, but it's sort of like, okay, this is this is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of like at that point, like you see, there's a there's a part in that in that scene where uh, Gabriel is reading. Mm-hmm. And the three brothers, brothers Franz, Gregor, and uh, Joseph. Joseph come down the stairs, and Franz, of course, is holding a taxidermied animal. <laughs> Ready to. And it looks, justice. you could see that Gabriel is expecting this guy to just bash his head in with it, but he just puts it on the table. Yeah. Because it's just like, okay. Well, I and think he, And Franz I think knew everything. Everything, right. Yeah. But I think it's he because... The, he was the guy truly keeping the secret. Secrets, like right. Gregor and, and, and Yosef do you did think, not know what was going on. Do you think... Well, they knew they knew some aspects of it, but not Right, everything. but do you think the father had let Franz in, or did Franz also make this horrible discovery on his own? I don't. I don't know. I mean, he may have let him in because I think... Remember, because... Well, I don't. I don't want to give anything away, but it seemed like we can talk about it offline if you want. Okay, but yeah. it se- it seemed like that. I get the impression that like maybe Franz was the favorite. You think so? Why would you say that? Because I, I think I believe that he may have been the favorite because I think Franz had the traits that the father really wanted to pass on, maybe, and. Maybe that's why he he let him in more than the others. Maybe the, the others were the the others. Yeah, they were they they weren't up to his standard. I guess. I don't know. Well, you well, you also have to you also have to rationalize that he probably well he was an older guy, obviously the father, and he probably needed help getting supplies and. There's mobility that, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and of them, I would probably say Franz was the most competent. Like Yosef, of the three, yes. Yeah, like, yes. like yes. I, I can't imagine Yosef being a, a successful assistant because yeah. 
Yosef would constantly be jabbering and then running away or, or <laughs> yes. running around. And Gregor was like a vi- child. Yeah, he, he was, was very dim, and all he wanted was it's just everything was about girls getting yeah. girls. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, but Franz was actually the most serious. He was the guy who actually had like a hobby that required skills. Skills, I right? Mean, and he, he had a job at some point before he, he had he had a job he beat at a, child at a kindergarten. The animal. <laughs> that was nuts too. It's, it's like, well, it, it could have been both of their faults. And the lady's like, Carl what? is four years old. <laughs> that sequence was amazing. You know, it's it's so funny. Everybody, everybody shines in this movie. I mean, there is, I feel like there is not one wasted moment. There is not one wasted thread of story. Everything is intentional. Everything has a purpose. Again, from where this starts to where it ends, it is such a lovely journey. I agree with you. This guy, wow. I mean, we really, I mean, I I now want to watch everything this man has ever done because I'm like, he is such I, a good storyteller. I will say that at the end, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, knowing what you know by the end and seeing the end, you're just like, I don't know if I'm 100 percent on board with all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, but I, but it, it's it's lovely in a very weird weird way. way. But I think way. I I think that was the intention. Yes, I mean, if you look at it on the surface, it's it's the, what, yeah, what like this kind of thing this, but I this think, isn't a Hollywood movie oh no, no not at all not at all but I think like I was saying before I think that this director excels at like familial stories I really think that he understands well yeah that, how, that's it, like that's... the mechanics of like broken people and how they come together to form like to a strange form a, family. To unit. form like a strange family. That that's like a, that's basically what it has in common with yeah. Riders of Justice. Yeah, and I think there was another thing. There was a line I can't remember. I think Franz says to Elias when Gabriel leaves, he's like he never understood like the concept of family. Mm-hmm. I think Gabriel for like the longest time carried a lot of resentment and stuff and then it wasn't until the very end that he understands like how all these pieces must come together. I think a lot of times especially with families it's easy to get bogged down in like the negatives but I think it takes so much work and so much effort and so much heart to really fight the fight to keep that family united. And I think at the end here, Gabriel just gets rid of all his reservations and all his resentments and really focuses on what's in front of him. And basically, it's his family. It's his family. Yeah, and it's understanding that he's, like all the weirdness in his life is shared by these other these people. Other people. Yeah. So, so in a way, this is actually a really good Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> <laughs> Give thanks for family. Yeah. Well, what was as weird what, as they are? Thanksgiving, <laughs> and families come together. You get together, and and uh, everybody's got their own little opinions, and you just basically it's family. You got yeah. you, you know you may not agree with them, but you 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 got to do your best to try and and work it out, and yeah, and meet 
that common ground over a over a big meal, which <laughs> hey, hopefully is delicious. That's 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 like the end of the movie. I yeah. mean, they were all sitting around having a meal. That could have been Thanksgiving if yeah. it was if it wasn't yeah. in Denmark or wherever the hell they were. Funny little bit of trivia: you don't choose your family is the tagline for this movie. <laughs> perfect, seriously perfect. And another little. Fun fact, the old sanitarium from the movie was part of the sanitarium in Belitz near Berlin, Germany. The complex consists of 60 buildings built between 1898 and 1930. When the sanitarium was in use as a military hospital in World War I, Adolf Hitler was among the wounded. After World War II, it was used as a military hospital by the Soviet Union until 1994. Since they passed on any modernization the complex is very popular among movie companies for history pieces parts of the pianist 2002 and valkyrie 2008 were shot in the area huh. interesting that place was expansive yeah holy and cow. that's like another like and it was creepy too yes i mean which also went to it, yeah the, yeah this this film definitely had horror notes in it yeah for sure for sure yeah i not a short movie. It's one hour and 44 minutes. According to IMDb, it's not rated, but I would say... It's got to be an R. Just just, just the from the matter. subject matter. I was going to say it's an R. But it's funny because you don't see anything, but the implications, the implications are yeah. pretty <laughs> off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm completely just in love with this filmmaker. Just really, I mean, from again, from where this story starts to where it ends, what a journey! What a journey! Real, yeah, you are going to be taken on for a, a, Quite a, a ride. roller coaster. And yeah. it, I mean, if you haven't seen it, Riders of Justice also absolutely very good. check same, that same out. Same and also, that's also on Hulu, right? Also on Hulu. Also on Hulu. Yeah, we saw this on Hulu, but if you don't have that streaming service, it is on Tubi TV, which is free. It's got commercials but they are limited so it's it's not like what was that awful service oh, pluto pluto oh, please Pluto's stay away from pluto awful. but uh tubi's not bad and they actually have a pretty decent selection of movies on there but uh if you haven't seen 2015's men and chicken check it out it is playing on hulu oh, and well. also tubi tv you give it a number oh sorry uh number i would say i'm gonna give this an eight and a half i really liked it a lot yeah, I was going to say eight. Eight and a half. I would say eight and a half. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was, I think I like Riders of Justice just a little bit better, but this movie was something. And it's just, it, like, that storyline, it's just so bananas. Yeah. yeah, I think Riders of Justice is definitely more of an approachable movie. Yeah. Uh, this one has some, like I said, some really very dark. strange elements very to dark, it. dark, strange elements to it that, may make you like oh this is disgusting yeah nothing i i want to yeah, reiterate that you don't, see, you don't anything. see anything or anything like that even the and what violence you do see is like like i said slapstick. sort of slapsticky i mean people getting hit with giant pots and things like that <laughs> and stuffed animals and stuffed animals <laughs> <laughs> but not toys not toys I, like like, taxidermy. like taxidermied you know creatures of various <laughs> sizes <laughs> Yeah, at one point he had like what was it like an ostrich or something? I don't know. Yeah. That thing was like a that was big, and he had to run into the house to, to get, get it. it. He, you see him like running in the background, <laughs> and then he comes back out, and he's just got this turkey or whatever. I don't know what the hell it was. 
Yeah, this movie was nuts. I enjoyed it, though. I really, I mean, I can't wait to tell everybody to go see it. Seriously. It's just so, so bananas. So weird, but in an, a really excellent way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm a huge fan of this guy. No, I am a good, huge did, fan of this guy. Did he write it? I believe he did. And then and directed it. He wrote it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, also, Riders of Justice, did he, did he write that one? I too? think he did, too. Yeah. It's interesting because this movie came out in 2015, and Riders of Justice came out, yeah, written and directed by Anders Thomas Jensen, and uh, what do you call it? Riders of Justice came out in 2020, so it's like a five-year lapse. And then prior to Men and Chicken, he had done that Adam's Apple, which was 2005. So he's not like, he doesn't, it's not like he puts out a lot of stuff. But I feel like the stuff he does put out is worth watching. My goodness. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. So that's it from us. And we bid you all a good night. But before we go, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. And be well, be safe, be happy. Good night. Good night.